Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Wolf 359. This is the audio log of communications officer Doug Eiffel, recording from the comms room of the USS Hephaestus Station. It is day 490 of our orbit around Wolf 359. How are you today, dear listeners? Is everything as it should be in your lives? It's a beautiful day here on the far side of our red dwarf star, and I... (coughs) I feel great. You know, this will come as a shock to most of you, but I've been known to, on rare occasion, be a tiny bit of a downer. I don't make a point of it, but once in a blue moon, I've given into the temptation to, just for a second... See things on the glass half-empty side. Just a little. But no more. That Doug Eiffel is dead. The new me, Doug Eiffel 2.0, is a changed man. A man who's ready to look on the bright, sunshiny side. Even though I'm still bored out of my skull, and I've got this stupid skin rash that's driving me nuts. But anyway, happy thoughts. For example, something wonderful happened two days ago. And speaking of that... Hi, Dr. Hilbert. Officer Eiffel, how are you tonight? Fantastic, Doctor. Does your stopping by mean I get my (coughs) dose for the day? Hmm. Your cough has gotten worse since yesterday. Let me examine. Please, Doctor, I don't think that's really necessary. Your glands are swollen and your uvula is very irritated. It's nothing, Doc. Now, can I... Could provide a very strong antibiotic that could... That's, that's fine, Hilbert, but before you do that, could you just it give me those... It is important to address these health concerns right away. Otherwise, they could... Dr. Hilbert, do you have something for me? Hmm? Ah, yes, your nicotine lozenges. Synthesized a new batch for you this afternoon. Here you are. Oh, you are a great man, Dr. Hilbert. A great man. Empirically. However, please conserve the batch this time. These are a sophisticated method of fighting symptoms of withdrawal, not gas station breath mints. Oh, you know me. Everything in moderation and all that. Well, Doc, great to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Let's do this again tomorrow. You're welcome. Oh, and Eiffel, let me know if you experience any of... I... (coughs) I cannot even begin to tell you how much this is the stuff, dear listeners. 
The first batch tasted like cinnamon, but per my request, he was able to customize the second to taste like day-old ashtray. He's literally made me cigarette candy, and it's the best thing ever. <sighs> He's right, though. I gotta slow down with these things. I'll only have two. No, th- three. Yeah, no, de- definitely just four. Just four at a time. From the USS Hephaestus Station, this is Officer Eiffel, signing off. Good night. Hello again, dear listeners. This is the log of Officer Eiffel, <coughs> recording on day 400. <coughs> oh, sorry about that. I'm... I'm not feeling so great today. My throat's killing me, and I've been kind of woozy all day. But you know what the worst part is? I'm almost out of these lozenges. Oh, doctor, impeccable timing. Officer Eiffel, you look terrible. No, I'm, I'm fine. Don't even worry about it. It's just a space cold or something. That's not how things work on a spaceship. Come here. No, just... Come here. You're running a fever. Have you been experiencing any discomfort aside from your throat? Um, I've kind of had a headache all day. Oh, and my back's been kind of weird and itchy for the last three days. Let me take a look. All right. Any muscle pain? Nah, not really. Hmm. The skin has reacted with such an advanced case of morbilliform, but no myalgia yet. Fascinating. Wait, yet? Hmm? You just said... (coughs) What do you mean, yet? Yet? Oh, drat. English such an elegant cudgel of a language. Occasional errors inevitable. Next question. How many nicotine lozenges have you had in the past 24 hours? What? Um, all the ones you gave me yesterday, I guess, but but what does that have to do with ni- Nicotine lozenges. All of them? Already? You must space them out. I shall have to get you a fresh batch. No, stop. What is this? Is there- Is there something in these lozenges? Of course there's something in them. Nicotine polycrylex, about five milligrams of phenylalanine, sucrose for flavor. Very simple chemical formula. No, no, what I... (coughs) Is there... Is there something in them that's making me sick? Officer Eiffel, you're looking very weak. Maybe you should... Officer Eiffel? What? Where? You fainted in the comms room, Officer Eiffel. I've moved you back to your quarters. Hilbert, what's going on here? What's in those lozenges? Are you... You're not making me sick, right? What possible reason could there be for doing that? Right, exactly. Besides, you're a doctor. You're, like, morally opposed to doing anything like that. Do no harm and so on. Oh, not really. My PhD is in molecular biology. Theoretical scientist first, practical medicine more of a pastime. Always saw Hippocratic Oath as leaving one with a very limited scope. True science mustn't be so severely hindered. So that's a no. I'm not making you sick, right? You're sweating, Officer Eiffel. You're running a very high fever. Impaired judgment and delusional fixations very common. Pay them no heed. Just answer the damn question. Also, follow-up question. Why am I tied to the bed? Bed rest is crucial for a man in your condition. Restraints crude, but necessary measure to ensure peaceful, restive state. Very conducive to speedy recovery. But, but, no buts. 
just Bitrest. But... But Minkowski's gonna get on my case if I don't show up for my cleaning shift later today. Already taken care of. I have spoken to the commander, requested that she give me unrestrained authority over your movements and schedule until such a time as you have a clean bill of health. I bet she didn't like that one bit. On the contrary, she agreed it was a necessary measure. Very enthusiastic at the idea of your absence. Oh, great. Um, how long do you think we need to keep these restraints? For as long as it takes. Now rest. I have taken the liberty of disconnecting all components of the intercom system in this room to guarantee maximum quiet. I'm leaving your daily dose of lozenges secured right here at this table within your arm's reach. Make sure you take them regularly. It would be a pity to come so far only to lose progress at this point. Don't worry. You're in extremely capable hands. Good night. Well, at least he did me the courtesy of leaving my portable recording device attached to my shirt. Uh, I'm not sure if you can hear me, dear listeners. If you're still with me, don't worry. This sounds bad, but I know the comm system's better than anyone, and I'm pretty sure it's impossible to completely cut off a room. Case in point. Hey, Hira, do me a favor and patch me through to Commander Minkowski, will ya? My hands are indisposed at the moment. Hira? Are you there? Hello? Um, okay. I may be in slightly more dire straits than I previously thought. Especially <laughs> because I'm seeing four. No, five. No, definitely four of everything right now. I'm... I'm gonna shut this recording off for now. I feel I might need to make this battery last for a bit. I will break radio silence again when I have one of my... <coughs> patented escape plans figured out. I'll talk to you soon, dear listeners. I hope. Hi again, folks. I'm still here. Still under restraints. Still trapped but still alive. No thanks to Dr. Hilbert, though. I have no idea why he's making me sick, but I know it's him. It was fine until he started feeding me those things, and now... I... <coughs> it's been three days since I last talked to you. At least I think it's been three days. It's always a little hard to be sure in this place, and I've been going in and out of consciousness a lot. Fully had contact with Hilbert for that entire time. He's got me completely isolated. <coughs> Just comes in a few times a day to give me food, some pills that are probably designed to turn my insides into radioactive goo, <coughs> and more of those damn lozenges. I have no idea what's going on with the rest of the crew. I have no idea if they even know if I'm still alive. Who knows what that maniac's told them. I gotta let them know what's going on, get them to save me before he gives me the full Nick Riviera. <laughs> Joke's on old comrade crazy, though. I've only been pretending to take his pills, stick them over my tongue, and then spit them into my jacket pocket the second he leaves the room. Sooner or later, my body will metabolize whatever crap's already in my system, and then we'll see how he likes it when someone's messing around with his internal organs. <coughs> 
Even better than that, though, I think I've figured out a way to get out of this. Oh, it took a bit of ingenuity, but... Officer Eiffel, did I just hear you talking to someone? Who, me? No, of course not. I was just resting. Who would I even be talking to? I definitely heard the sound of your voice. I was just uh, just recording my daily log. <laughs> you know me, keeping up with regulations. Indeed. How dutiful of you. Ever diligent in your work, aren't you? <laughs> That's me. Me to a T. And speaking of that, don't you think it's time for me to get back to work? Because honestly, I, I don't think I'm even sick anymore. I feel great. Do you? Never better. Not my life. <coughs> How many fingers am I holding up? The Fifth Amendment says I don't have to answer that question. How many fingers? Simple question for a man in robust state of health, no? Four. Four? Ish? No, Eiffel, it was not four-ish fingers. What do you do to me, you crazy science freak? What kind of sick experiment is this? Oh, not this again. For goodness sake, Eiffel, you need to abandon this delusion. The only experiment here is the one that you are conducting on my patients. You're running a fever of 105 degrees and fighting an aggressive infection in your pulmonary system. I'm only trying to help you get better. An enterprise that would be a lot easier if there was no need to ground your medicine into your food and administer it intravenously while you sleep. Well, you know... What? You've... You're smuggling drugs into me? I'm good, doctor. I can tell when someone has not been following prescribed procedure. All I did was take necessary measures for your health. I... You... You had no right to do that! This is insane! When patient does not trust doctor, doctor cannot trust patient. Now listen to me very carefully. I have every intention of seeing this through to the end. There are certain people who have to be dragged, kicking and screaming towards improvement. You are one of those people, Officer Eiffel. Sincerely hope that you will start listening to me. Stop wasting your energy and rest. You're going to need it. Hilbert! 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 Okay, okay, don't panic. Remember the plan. Just remember the plan. <coughs> Hilbert doesn't know this, but I keep one of my tool bags by my cot. Took a lot of squirming, but I was able to reach it. Nothing in there that could cut through the restraints, but I was able to make some pretty clutch adjustments to this little recorder. I think I might be able to broadcast a short-range transmission. Talk to Minkowski. All right. Here goes nothing. Oh my god, yes! Yes, 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 I'm good. Got it, I'm transmitting. Commander? Commander, do you copy? <coughs> Look, I don't have much time. If you can hear me, Albert is holding me hostage in my room. He's force-feeding me drugs and making me sick. I think he's using me as part of some sick experiment. I need to get out of here. I need your help. I need... What you need, Eiffel, is to stop wasting your energies. I assure you, I have taken every precaution to provide you with a distraction-free environment, including a blockade of all shortwave transmissions. Now, go to sleep. We have a big day tomorrow. What? Why? 
What's happening tomorrow? Albert? Hello? Oh, God. Dear listeners, this may well be it. I've only got a little bit of battery left on this recorder, so I might as well use it. You know, I, I always thought I'd die at a science fair. Turns out I wasn't that far off. Commander, I've always kind of suspected that you sneak into my room and NSA your way through my personal logs. If that's the case, I hope you're able to find this one. Be careful with Hilbert, and d- don't take anything he gives you. <laughs> and lock your doors at night. I don't know what's about to happen, but... Officer Eiffel, the time has come. Time? Time for what? Please, hold still. Wait, wait, no. What's in the bag, Hilbert? Hilbert, what are you... No, 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 no. What what are you doing with that knife? Wait, no, please. Let's talk about this. I'm I'm sure there's all kinds of experiments that you could run on me. You don't have to do this. Please, let's be reasonable. Just please don't cut. No, please don't. Uh... Was simply removing your restraints, Officer Eiffel. My restraints? Yes, no longer necessary. Your fever broke last night, and all signs of infection are gone. You are, as they say, good to go. I... I am? Absolutely. Come on. But, but, but... What was all that stuff about resting up and eating my strength for the day? You're back on active rotation. You have a shift in two hours. Oh. So... It wasn't you? Of course not. Oh. Then... What was it that was making me sick? Glad you finally asked. You were infected by a tropical flu. A tropical flu? There are a few samples of it in my laboratory for experimental purposes. I hypothesize you were accidentally exposed during your recent stay there. May owe you an apology for that. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Uh, thank you. Thanks not necessary. Simply doing my job. Sure. And... Uh, I'm sorry, I thought you were running some kind of evil experiment on me. Your imagination is incomparable, Officer Eiffel, but I must admit a little disappointment. Just because I am scientist does not mean I am mad, ingenious supervillain, no? Fair point. You really gotta work at your bedside manner, though, Doc. Bedside manner is like anesthetic. It just gets in the way of what needs to be done. Well, that about sums up the problem, I guess. Oh, hell, my recording device is still going. It's almost out of battery. One sec, Helper. Well, it looks like I was wrong about that situation, dear listeners. I feel like there's a lesson to be had here, but it's kind of lost in all the hallucinations right now. I'll get back to it. From the Hevesta station, this is Officer Doug Eiffel signing off. Say, Doc, you wouldn't happen to have more of those lozenges on you, would you? This has been Wolf 359, written and directed by Gabrielle Urbina. The roles of Eiffel and Hilbert were played by Zach Valenti. Original music by Alan Rohde, and audio recording by Jared Paul. Want to get Dr. Hilbert's recipe for homemade cigarette candy? Visit us at wolf359.fm, or follow us on Twitter at wolf359radio for more information on our show.
This is the audio log of Dr. Alexander Hilbert. First experimental human trial of Project Decima now completed. Results are satisfactory. Returning now to theoretical framework, integrating new data into earlier results. Examining possibility of beginning secondary phase of human trials. Soon. Very soon. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. My friend Shayna was like, just so you know, everyone in the Villainous League is coming to kill you. And I was like, oh boy. Imagine NPR in the MCU, the Daily Planet's style desk, car talk for jetpacks. It's these American supers. 100% invisible. The speech bubble. It's sequential. The utility belt. Superhuman Public Radio is a fiction podcast telling the hilarious and heartbreaking stories of people in a superpowered world. I thought I was going to die. An invisible car in Chicago? A wee supervillain? These are the stories that fall between the panels of comic books. I think they knew that I didn't mean to do that to Arizona. Wasabi! Oh my God, he could kill himself! Kid, I feel like you're not giving this problem your all. No, no, but Yes, I guess most people would call them a death squad. Superhuman Public Radio. Superhuman Stories. The only limits are your imagination, and I have a wild imagination. New episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. This is SPR. Name the supervillain, and we've done the gig. But these Wall Street types that lack the answers to, yikes.